This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and today I'm joined by Nikki Hendry. How are you, Nikki? I love your intro. It's the cutest thing. You get so excited. (laughs) Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Like five seconds before it, I'm like, okay, here we go. Here we go. Welcome. uh, Well, I love having you on the show, Nikki. Oh, thanks. You give me energy. I do? You do. You know, it's my aura. I think it is. And it's your, Friday. It's Friday. That helps. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of week uh, weekend videos. You're our clips and clearance lady. You're going to get yeah. a lot of videos over the weekend because Sundance is on. Yeah, Sundance is happening. Is there another Best award show thing? happening this weekend? I think we're done with award shows okay. for a moment. For a oh, we're doing Grammys next week. Oh, yeah. Ooh. We're got, we, got, we got some good videos for you today. Oh, we do? Absolutely, <laughs> we do. Uh, NeNe Leaks. Says her friend, or is she her friend? I guess you could maybe call them frenemies. Her frenemy, Kim Zolziak, is going through a hard time. Yeah, we've seen. We've, she's going through <laughs> a super hard time. A Taylor Swift is back in the recording studio writing about what or who, I wonder. Ooh, wonder. <laughs> um, Snoop Dogg turned down a $100 million offer for five minutes work. I can't even wait to get to that story. <laughs> yeah, I know, that you came in this glowing <laughs> about in. that story. Ah. <laughs> but to begin with, Paulie Shaw, that's a bit of a member him. Yeah. But Paulie Shaw is making his Richard Simmons member him. Yeah. <laughs> his Richard Simmons biopic with or without Richard's blessing. Yeah. So we caught up with Paulie Shaw, who is arriving in Salt Lake City to go to Sundance. Um, he's kind of like walking around with his new trailer. You know, he, he, yeah. he's got his new trailer for his Richard Simmons, but he hasn't made the movie yet. Correct. He just got this teaser. But we see him and we talk to him about how Richard Simmons hasn't given the film his blessing. Yeah, because Richard Simmons, who's normally a quiet guy, you know, we haven't heard from him. We heard from him like twice in the last, I want to say, 10, 15 years. And this was one of them. And he said, you know, I didn't give my blessing. I don't have a manager anymore. I don't have a publicist because I want to live my life private. So this movie has nothing to do with me. And I never gave my blessing. And so when he landed in Salt Lake City, Utah, of course, the cameras, as you know, are ready to pounce with that question. Okay, let's listen to it now. If you know anything about me, I don't come from a vindictive place. I've never came from that. So, you know, I think my whole attitude, I think is if you build it, he'll come. So am I hoping, I hope that once he sees the uh, the short, he sees kind of what we're wanting to do with it, that he'll change, change his tune. I love him and I love what he represents, which is why we want to do it. Is this Paulie's big comeback? this movie you think well I think I think so you know my department is the one who you know listened to this video yesterday got it we got it from Backgrid, the paparazzi agency that we normally work with right. and at the end of this clip which we don't play which you can go to tmz.com to listen to the full clip but they basically he says at the end he was like you know this is going to be you know you haven't seen me in a while this is going to be like my you know coming back to the moment too and what better way to do it than you know 
showing Richard Simmons life. Like he said, he loves him. He's doing this all in good faith. It's not anything that's like malicious on his end. And, Mm. you know, how many movies have been made without people's blessings? You know, we always, we've done those stories about estates being mad after someone has passed and they've done, you know, a remake of a film, you know, whether the casting was bad or it was in poor taste. And I just feel like this is very innocent. Oh, me too. Titanic was made without Titanic's blessing. Yeah. Just went down. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, um, I just think it's an interesting choice that Paulie is doing Richard because they're both kind of gone away from the public eye. Right. I mean, Richard is a recluse. He's like right. a hermit. I, I didn't even know if he was alive or not because you right. just never hear of him. You never see him. That's the way he likes it. And so when Paulie says, look, I'm going to do this biopic, I can understand someone who's very, very private saying it doesn't have my blessing. But also he, did he go for, he didn't go further than that and say, and I, w- I wish it would stop, exactly. stop the cameras, you know, like he just says it doesn't have my blessing. So he just wants it on the record that. Right. That he's not involved in any way, shape or form because he doesn't enough. know how it's going to come out. Right. He doesn't know how it's going to be perceived. However, TMZ did a documentary of him. I believe it was last year. And we have this whole new documentary series we keep doing. We're pumping out so many different, I know. you know, documentaries. It's really fun to work on. I also work on those and license all of the stuff for the, those specials. But uh, when we did this special. Richard Simmons came out and was just like, thanks to the fans for like worrying about him or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a huge deal. So I feel like in high, like he may, and Polly says this too, he touches on it a little bit, like he may be saying that today, but once the movie comes out or whatever and it, it's received well, maybe he'll change his tune. That's what Paulie's hoping for. Yeah. And I hope for Paulie and Richard that they can, you know, get together on this. And the other kids that like when he was a child actor yeah Paulie Shaw mm-hmm. and like Brendan Fraser and who's that other guy that used to be in the in oh Cino my Man gosh um, 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 um why can't I not think of it they both won Oscars anyway yeah. his, his his old like co-stars have won Oscars like last year and so everyone's saying look it's Paulie's turn and yeah. I hope so too and he's, he's probably a, a little jealous you know he's probably like when when's it gonna be my turn and, and and that's what he touches on at the end of this clip where he's like I hope it's you know my my chance to come back to you know who else is at Sundance who? Malia Ann. Oh. You know who Malia Ann is? Obama? Yes. She yeah. goes by Malia Ann now. No way. Did you see that? They did like a um, meet the director. Because she's got, she got a film coming out there. You know what? And it says meet Malia Ann. I <laughs> love that for her, you know, because in the entire, her dad was the president, you know, and her mom was first lady. And living in those shadows for the rest of your life with the Obama last name, I commend her for doing that and yeah. for going by Malia Ann. It's pretty nepotizzy. That she's got like her own, she's she's written and directed this film that's now on Sundance. She's twenty five. Like, is she, she a savant or is Malia Ann? I believe she, there's a nepo, nepo baby. Yeah, He's but I also also baby. I say that also with saying I, I'm jealous. Like, good, no, for do sure. What you, do what you can with what you got. But there's a little bit of like the smartness where she's going by just Malia Ann, so she can separate herself from getting all that hate. Yeah, it would a get a bit baby. of. I agree. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay. On to our next story, Nene Leakes says, Frenemy, mm-hmm. Kim Zolciak ain't doing so well right now. 
we caught up with Nini at LAX and we talked to her about how there was a photo of the two of them, like palling around, I think it was a restaurant or something Mm -hmm. like that. And it was surprising that these two were hanging out. But yeah, we asked Nini what they talked about. And did you get the idea that like, yo, there's some chance for reconciliation, how she's doing with Croy? She and I don't, oh, no, no, no. I don't know. We didn't talk about it. She just said that she was having a hard time. Other than that, we just kept it positive. That's right. I mean, you know what? she looked great. That's right. Look at I love that uplifting. I love that. She looked great. Uh, She's nice and small and she looks really good. Shout out to Jake Munoz. My, oh, my guy. My brother in arms at LAX. I love Jake. Me and Jake are the LAX camera guys. Yeah, we do. walk around LAX trying to find people. And <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is his big interview. So <laughs> shout, shout out, out Jake. Shout out to Jake. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not a like a housewives like yeah you're not person so I, I I'm not sure can you tell me why this is interesting sure so they they were really close in the beginning seasons of okay. Real Housewives then they went through this huge falling out huge 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 and when you go through something like that with a friend in the in the spotlight where they were Real Housewives fans are crazy you have this sort of like. I don't know. I feel like they've both grown up since they've had those fights and they've each gone through their own personal stuff. Like I believe Nini also had gone through a messy divorce, you know, all of the things that have happened in both of their lives. And so when you come together at a restaurant and you see a photo of the two of them who everyone had thought, you know, they, they're never going to be friends again. They fight all the time. They've said nasty things to each other. You see that. That alone is a big deal, right? And mm. so Jake is asking these questions to her because he wants to know the tea. He wants to know what was said. What did you, are you guys going to be friends now? Like what's going on? Like all the things. And he was smart. He went in it a different way. Like saying like, you know, how, how was the, you know, the dinner with her and we kept it positive. That shows that Nini and Kim are like grow. They've, they've grown from their like immature days where totally. they're attacking people. And it's not hard to see. I mean, we covered every bit of this divorce from the beginning to it's still not over. Mm. So we've been covering it. And I'm sure everyone has been seeing all of the crazy stuff that has been happening to Kim in her household with her and Croy. It's got to be embarrassing that all Hell yeah. the world, but also your friends and your family, they all see exactly what you're going. Imagine if... Everyone knew exactly what you were going through. Just like it's, it's- and so I, I commend Nini for not going and wanting more and digging more and doing probably what she would have done previous years. Just slam her. Which is slam her and constantly question like, oh, so you, you got the cops called on you again or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? I commend that's her that's kicking for, someone while they're down. 100%. But she used to do that. They both mm. did that to each other. So I, I do think that this clip is important because it shows like we all know Kim's going through a rough time. We know that Nini saw her. We want to know what was said. And she said she kept it positive. And I think that's the best way you could do it when someone is going through as much stuff as Kim is going through. Kim just slashed the price of her house, which she's she's trying to sell this house before the bank seizes it. And because the bank's just going to get whatever price they can get low, low, low. So Kim's trying to get a little bit more than that. But so far, no takers. Um, That family. Nini should buy buy the house of her. Or Nini should like, you know, um, do a new TV show with her. Like help a brother, a sister out. You know what I mean? Brother out, yeah. Help Help a sister sister out. out. Like she needs money. She needs something, you know. Like I said, I think they're still frenemies. So I'm not really sure if she's going to be like out there being like in her corner trying to like (laughs) help her make money. I'm not sure about that either. Okay. (laughs) On to our next story. Taylor Swift. She's back in the recording studio. Has everyone speculating what new song she might be about to pen. Oh. Everyone thinks it's Travis Kelsey related, obviously. What do you think? 
I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, n- neither no. do I really. <laughs> Listen, I like I said, department that do, that like does photos and videos. We have seen her leaving the recording studio, Electric Lady Studio. I don't know how many times. Oh, really? Every single week, every other week, if she's not in Kansas City, she's in the recording studio. Is that right? Not on tour, she's in the recording studio. If she's not out to dinner with Blake Lively, she's in the recording studio. Is she always like at work like that? She is always at work. She's one of the hardest working women. I've said it before. I think she's one of the most savviest businesswomen I've ever seen in Hollywood. I didn't realize. So why did we even like? No, no. I like. I think that it's smart of her to be going out and going into the music like studio because yeah. it gets her fans excited about the new music, right? You were just speculating. Oh, is she gonna drop a song about Travis Kelsey? I mean, she yeah. already changed a lyric to her song when she did her concert. <laughs> right, right. So I, I do believe there's gonna be a different if she is making mu- new music in there or if she's re-releasing something else like she did with 1989 Taylor's version. No, I hope not. Uh, yeah, I don't know, right? So I'm not a Swifty like that. I just hear it in the newsroom and like from other friends who are Swifties. And if she is making new music, I think there's gonna be a different tone to her music. Yeah. I think it's gonna be all all about her new has to be. 30 era that she's living has in right to be now. has to be yeah you know i plugged into chat gpt write me a song a taylor swift song about travis kelsey okay go you want to hear i do now look this is this isn't just like a short i'm gonna i'm gonna read out the verse the pre-chorus and the chorus that they wrote me all right oh just one just choose one i don't know which one's the best or the choose worst like the chorus in the stadium lights where heroes shine Travis Kelsey steps in, it's his time on the gridiron stage where echoes ring. A football maestro, hear the crowd sing. Swift moves, he's breaking free. Touchdown dreams like a melody <laughs> in the spotlight where he's meant to be. Kelsey dances through, wild and free. Chorus, Kelsey's anthem, a gridiron sensation. Okay, we're done. We're done because here's <laughs> the thing. She would never come out with a song that is dropping his name that much. You know she's inconspicuous. So she's going to be talking about the stuff that happens in the bedroom with someone who's 6'5 and likes to throw balls. And you know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of that. I think she's going to go through like, I always say it and it's really funny and Please, Swifties, don't attack me. But I think she's, like, in her, like, effort era. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's like, I don't care who I'm seen with. I don't care what I'm doing. I don't care who knows what I'm doing behind closed doors. Because she's got that she big is, confidence Oh yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Can you say BDE? She's got BDE. She's got BDE right now. I like uh, that. I yeah. like that. <laughs> Do I have BDE? Anyway, moving on to the <laughs> next topic. <laughs> I, oh, speaking of Speaking of BDE. Of BDE. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg has revealed, he's 52 by the way, he revealed that he turned down a $100 million OnlyFans offer to pull that thing out. $100 million to pull that thing out. That's pretty good rate. Stop well, saying, pull mean, that thing out. That's the quote. That's, <laughs> I understand. The quote is, it doesn't say thing, it says thing. Let's listen to him say it. All right, here we go. Uh, OnlyFans wants you to come on there and snoop and do. You can do about a hundred million. All you gotta do is pull that thing out. I'm like, nigga, I got a black wife. Ain't no way in the world she gonna allow me to go on there and pull that thing out for no amount of money. That is hilarious. <laughs> I love Snoop. Who doesn't love Snoop? But I mean, turning down a hundred million dollars if it was really. I mean, I'm sure you'd have to do something else with the thing. Yeah. But I mean, if it was just to pull it out, a hundred yeah. million dollars, five minutes work. Like, yeah, how can you turn that off and down? I, I, I'm going to say something that's probably going to be controversial and kind of like a hot take. Okay. But I, I truly understand what he's saying about having a black wife. 
because I'm married to a black male. Right. And for me, I'm like, pull that thing out, baby. Let's get that hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> Let the world see it, you know, because I like to like hype my man up. But I do know I have a full extended, you know, black family. I have a black mother-in-law and a black sister-in-law who have taught me a lot about the culture differences between the two, mm. white and black. Mm. And I will say, I get it. I get where he's coming from and I support his decision to turn it down. Is Jarrell's your husband's name? Yeah, Jarrell. Um, I got a good memory, huh? Yeah. I, I love I love Jarrell. Yeah, you do. Everyone does. And stuff. <laughs> um, if he was offered 500K to get that thing out. Yeah, there would have to be some stipulations like he can't be putting it in or doing right, 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 like right, that, right. you know. But if he's just going to whip it out for 500K, I mean, that would help us out tremendously. <laughs> <laughs> it helped me out tremendously too. You know what I've been mulling over lately? Go on. Feet picks. Oh, you've been... Considering getting yeah. your own feet. So I have a friend, really quick story, I'll make it short. I have a friend who got offered to do like $7,000 for just a feet video. And basically what she had to do was like start at her knee and rub lotion down and go in between the toes and stuff. And nice. she was like, oh, she's like, no, I had to turn it down. I like gave it to it. Like I passed out. It got too weird, whatever. And I'm but like, there's no, your face I'm like your face isn't in it. I'm like, I would suck your toe for $7,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, are there sites that you just go on and just like take a picture of your feet and you show like maybe the people who run the website and they're like, Okay, we'll give you $7,000 to do the video. No, it's like people. It's like a Joe Schmo like you inquiring and sending what you want them to send you back. How do you like let the Joe Schmoes out there know that you're you're down to... Well, you're on the platform where they're going. Oh. Yeah, I've looked way too much into it. Let's not. Because you could do that like extracurricular to your job because no one would know. No one would know. Yeah. I mean, you you would have to not tell anyone. What would be your username? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Twinkle Toes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I like that. Well, thank you for joining me on the pod today, Twinkle Toes. Oh, thank you, babe. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you guys here next week. Thank you. (laughs) 